This is Mark Guy with Speak Brave Podcast. I am so delighted that you are listening and decided to spend a few minutes of your time with us. As always, I have a special guest today, and I cannot wait for you to meet her. Uh, her name is Giselle Grant. Hey, Giselle. Hey, Mark. Thanks for having me on the show. Welcome. Welcome. Um, I am so happy that you could participate and share a little bit about things you have seen, things you have created, and yet to create as well. Um, Giselle, could you tell us what do you have going on in your world right now? Right. I have a lot going on in my world, actually. I think like everybody. I have, uh, for, for starters, I have two little kids. I have a two-year-old and a four-year-old. They keep me very busy. And now, obviously, with the pandemic, they are here with me. They're not going anywhere. And I have also my own business. I work from home. And I help uh, purpose-driven entrepreneurs grow their business. And what else? I have my family in Brazil. And right now, Brazil is uh, having a really hard time with the, with the COVID-19. So I keep several plates spinning, you know, between taking care of my family, uh, taking care of my parents, <laughs> even from the distance, and taking care of my clients, making sure that they are well served. Also during this time that is challenging for uh, everyone that has a business. Absolutely. So... One of the things I'd like to ask you is, what do you think will come out of this, uh, out of these challenges that everyone on planet Earth is facing? Right. I think that this, uh, a lot of good things might come out of the pandemic, right? And at least for me, uh, this is a time where we're slowing down. And that's a time where I see people more focused on connections. You see, we're always doing something, going somewhere, you know, preparing for something. And right now, it's almost like if the world has stopped for a moment. So we have a moment to just be instead of do, right? Because in the end, we, we are human beings. We're not human doing. But I think that, you know, just the dynamic of times we've been doing a lot, everyone. I don't think that things are ever going to be the same. I think we are all valuing little things. I, for sure, uh, am missing a couple of things. I am missing hugging people. I, am, I love hugging. And I, the other day, actually, I was quite emotional because I was... Um, you know, when Google, I have Google Photos and I have like um, a memory from when I was in Madrid and there was this guy or girl, I don't know, with a bear outfit with that sign saying, hug me, free hugs. And I can't like, and I don't know if you've seen them, if they are here, if they are like popular here in the US, but in Europe, like I traveled a lot and I saw, uh, and I had, I saw that picture. Google brought me that picture of, you know, me hugging a strange stranger in a bear outfit and i was thinking when is the world going to be such again that we're just going to be able to hug people you know 
So yeah, I think one of the good things is that uh, we're going to value more little things that we were not valuing before. Mm. I agree. Such a such a um, thoughtful answer, um, Giselle. You have mentioned that you are working with a purpose-driven entrepreneurs. Yes. Why is that important to you? Um. All right. So. I think the world needs more of people that wanted to create a positive impact and less people that wants to just make money for the sake of it. And I'm going to say this, I think money is everywhere. I think you can make money by doing whatever. And I for sure have done several things throughout my life to get here where I am. And making money is never really a problem. Like, I don't think it's a problem for anyone, right? As long as you are like doing, of course, like uh, legal activities. I'm not saying like making money, selling drugs or anything like that. But making money is not a problem. And what we miss is people that wants to make money by transforming other people's lives or by being good for the environment. And that's the, those are the people that I want to support uh, growing their businesses because, you know, I work with a lot of like life coaches and people that work with, for example, teenagers or with single mothers, you know, where people that are clinically depressed. And uh, then this isn't like, obviously like mental issues, but you know, this is so important. These people, they do not have a business background, but they have a mission. They have a purpose. And I want to help them bring that forward. You know, I want them, I want to be that little agent that will help them go and transform many other lives out there, whether that is with a digital course, whether that is with a one-to-one interaction, you know, I feel that that's also part of my mission to help them be impactful in the world somehow. Mm, I love that. So if I heard this right, you are working with um, mission-driven entrepreneurs who may not have extensive business background, but they, mm-hmm, but they truly want to serve and solve a problem. Um, someone, is lis- someone like that is listening right now. And what kind of things would you tell them uh, to look out uh, you know, when they're hiring a business coach or a partner? What kind of qualities they should look for as they are approaching either you or someone in your position? All right. So um, I'm going to reply this, not necessarily only from the point of view of um, the person that they are looking for, but I'm going to address also their expectations with regards to the outcome of that situation. Because here's what happens today especially if you have a business and if you are uh, part of any social media, you scroll a little bit and you see different types of advertising, right? And those advertising, like they are sometimes very deceiving because you can see the formula for a six figure business or like how I made 90K in 90 days, you know, or come and like, like be your million dollar baby or something, something like that. They're kind of like, they create this 
false perception that number one, everyone can build a business overnight. And number two, that if you do not, if you are not one of these people making money while you are sleeping, you have a problem. And I think it's important for us to set our expectations, especially if you do not have a business background. A business, it's a business and it's always going to be a business. So you need to do some work and you know, you need to align your expectations. You're building a business, so it's a learning process, right? Then what I would say is, to reply to your question, what you look into the person. So you look, why is the person offering those magic formulas? You know, why are you looking? Because our human brain, we are actually, as a human, we are attached to easy. If the brain can save and conserve energy, it will, right? This is kind of part of our, um, our blueprint as a human, right? The, 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 what makes us survive. We wanted to make things easy. So we are attracted to anything that is faster, anything that is better, and anything that if it's better and cheaper, that's great. So you cannot, if you're scrolling on social media and you see something that you will automatically it will catch your attention if you're building a business. So you, need, you just need to stop and realize that number one, this might not be true. Number two, even if it's true, this is not like, um, this is exception, not the rule, right? Nobody can build a business overnight. So I would look for someone that actually has experience, has like some sort of experience so that you can model someone that, probably have been where you are and now has overcome somehow or someone that has a history in your industry in your market because that person will probably know the ins and out and it will make you um, avoid a lot of mistakes you know you do not need to reinvent the wheel so I think that's the biggest uh, thing that you need to be looking for when you're looking for a business consultant or a coach, you do not want to be reinventing the wheel. You do not, not want to be spinning on your wheels, actually. You want to get hire someone so that the person can help you. But be careful with those too good to be true type of coaches because if, it's, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Mm, absolutely. Um, thank you for sharing that. I would like to share how I met Giselle, if I may. Yes, please go ahead. Giselle and I have met in, at the end of 2019 in Orlando, Florida. We both were part of this experiment, this uh, sprint, which is uh, nationwide, worldwide. It's called Startup Weekend, right? So Giselle have traveled and signed up specifically to be part of the Startup Weekend festivities. I love those, it's a good energy. I mean, we connect with people from so many different places, different states of mind. Um, so could you tell us what, was your, what, what is your experience of Startup Weekend? Uh, why were you there? What did you learn from it? And what would you, um, you know, what, what kind of things we can take away from it? Great, so actually, that wasn't my first startup weekend. I think I mentioned that to you. My first time in a startup weekend was in Tokyo. 
and the setup weekends are a great place for you to go and test your idea. If you have an idea that is uh, that you that you consider to be innovative, or even if you consider there is a need in the market, I think that really really good for you to go and test from the beginning to the end you're going to understand how do you validate that idea how do you prove that there is actually a need for your idea or not because sometimes we think that um, we have this thing going on that is the best thing since sliced bread but actually nobody cares about it so it's a good place for you to understand what's the process for business validation. And if you're one of the lucky ones to get your idea selected, you have like 48 hours to actually prove it. So you go there, you build a concept and you go out and you actually try to find a client in this process. Now, uh, for the one that we were in Orlando, uh, our idea, unfortunately, was a little bit elaborated. We didn't really get the chance to develop like in, to the point that we, we got the client. But when I was living in Tokyo, I actually did. It was, it's pretty rewarding. It's a good process of you seeing your business being born there like in less than 48 hours and you get people saying, hey, yes, I think this, you're, you're after something and actually can you let me know when this is ready I'm I would love to buy I think that was like uh, that's a fantastic experience and if I would advise it if you have a startup weekend in your week in your city even if you do not have an idea if you want to be part of a team it's totally worth it mm, yeah I agree if one of the organizers of the startup weekend in Orlando um, I, his name escapes me, but I will look it up and put it in the uh, episode notes. He said, a lot of people are insulated from vicissitudes of life, from, um, you know, life sometimes can be volatile, unexpected, complex, ambiguous. And when you find that place of vulnerability, that, that risk-taking, that you risk embarrassment for, number one, nobody selects your idea, or... Uh, you may not get traction, but once you stick with it, whether you are a leader or a contributor, you will absorb the process and it will imprint in your brain that you can translate to other ventures. Right. For anything in life, actually, right? Because it's a process and failure actually is just a concept. Yeah. So this brings me to a uh, segue into this part, Giselle. What would you say is your biggest failure? All right. So I think that um, I'm going to reply that with a little bit of my story. And then you understand it, that it wasn't quite a failure. But at that time, I could not see that way. So there was a time in my life I had to choose between my personal life or my career and I wish I could tell you that my choice was the best decision that I've ever made but things didn't go so well so I got married I quit my job and I moved and at that, at that time I moved from London to Japan and my husband, he's in the U.S. Navy. So what happens is that he was also deployed a lot for a month. And I got to this point in my life where I felt that 
there was no other option but to cry. And I would cry myself to sleep every night. And I did that for months. For countless nights, I felt lonely and powerless. It was actually really hard to see the good. And there were, there were not enough like books or TV series that would break this internal desperation, right? So you, I, I definitely felt like I was a big failure. If corporate life was not perfect, um, this was very far from it. I went from launching product lines, creating and implementing marketing strategies for 24 countries to managing house cleaning and meal planning for one. Remember my husband, it was deployed all the time. And I didn't want to say it out loud or admit that I had made a big mistake. And before you ask, I did not have an epiphany where everything changed and I became a successful business owner overnight. It, it, it didn't happen this way. I actually went through a process where I would go between beating myself and uplifting myself. And I remember there was times where I would be talking alone like a crazy person. You know, I would just say, but Giselle, you study so much. You worked so hard to master your trade, to be where you are. You know, I am from a very humble origin. And I would find myself like feeling like nothing. And I would say, there must be another way. That must be another way. And it has been a journey, Mark. But today, I know that I did not make a mistake. Today, I know that I was not a failure. I, today, I have a business and I have a beautiful family. And I realized that it's really a matter of decisions. You have decision on how can you feel. You cannot really change your situation, but you can change how you reply to that situation. How do you react to the situation will then influence where you become as part of the situation or where you go as part of the situation. And while I was there in that middle, in the middle of that kind of like failure mindset, but trying to find this other way, I realized that I could build a business based on my expertise. And that's when I just mentioned that it was, I participated on my first startup weekend there in Tokyo. Mm -hmm. That was like uh, a little bit of, you know, there is a light in the end of the tunnel. And it kind of all started in there. As I said, it was not overnight, but that's actually why I do what I do. I believe that nobody should go through the sorrow of having to choose between work they love, between, you know, embracing who they are and what they do well in life. You know, nobody should have, you know, to go through this. It's either my career or my life. You know, we have choices. 
and life prevails, whatever life means to you, right? Mm. If you want to be location independent, if you want to see your children's first step, or if you want to take your dog to walk at random times of the day, if this is like life and if this is something that you want to pursue, like that sort of freedom, I think that you have, you have a choice in the matter. You know, you just have to work for it. And as we were talking in the beginning of the show, I'm not saying that it's easy, but it's worth it. If you're willing to go through it, if you're willing to make those hard decisions, if you're willing to fight for uh, what you believe, if you are open to see the good, even though uh, everything seems bad, right? If you're willing to see light, you're going to find the way. You're going to find people that help you along the way. And it's kind of hard to explain, but... And if there is someone that is listening right now, and it's going... If there is someone that is listening and going through a hard moment, whether that is in your marriage or in your business or something is going on in your personal life, just know that whatever is happening right now, it's not going to be there forever. As long as you, you know, set your mind where you want to go. Just set your mind where you want to go. And I'm not a person that journals every day or anything, but I do believe that unless you set a goal, you can never get there. You need to have a goal. And if your goal is to start feeling differently, differently if your goal is to change your situation to change your life just write that down somewhere put it in a book write it send an email to yourself just just have that destination once you have the destination the path will be revealed to you your brain's actually going to start looking for that path you know when you're looking for a car you're thinking about buying a car <laughs> yeah. and then you start seeing the car everywhere yeah right or or you just or you just like say that you enter a new relationship and all of a sudden everyone is in, it's like holding hands on the street or the opposite right or you're out of a relationship and then you see everyone it's your brain so when you have that destination you have that focus your brain will help you. Yeah. If, you know, it will be easier to get I, your destination. I agree. And uh, that point about the car is not when just not just when you're about to purchase the car, but actually when you already purchased one, you're already <laughs> driving home, and then you see your car, oh, it's on the left, oh, it's on the right. Did everyone else buy the car? What happened? No, the car was always there, but your mind now, it's selective, right? So your mind is now more aware of that. That's the same with your goals. And actually, I'm telling you this now, but at that point in my life, I didn't know that, or at least not consciously. I know this now. And I know that whatever you want for life, you must have that destination. You know, it's also like, say, since we're talking about the car, you want to go somewhere. If you don't put that destination on the GPS, and if you've never been there, how are you going to get there? Mm. You need a destination. 
otherwise, and you know, sometimes in, in because I deal with business owners, sometimes a business owner comes to me and say, Hey, I want to, I, you know, I'm in corporate right now. I, I have a six figure salary. I'm an, I want to make six figure salary on my, my business. I want to do it. It's very fast. And I was like, okay, so ex what's exact, what's exactly that you want to do? What, what is it? And then the person said, Oh, I'm not really sure. And I don't know what I want to do. And I was like, okay, but you know, you cannot really go run really fast if you don't have that destination. You know, let's first establish what's the destination, what's your vision, and then you start running. Because if you run really fast without that destination, chances are you're not going. You're not going to get there. You're just going to be running. Yeah, I love that. Um, such a powerful reminder. Thank you, Giselle, for being so generous and so <laughs> gracious. Um, I love this. I love this. Um, I'm very big into self-development. Uh, I always uh, write and uh, create content around it. So this is affirmation on goal setting. Have you ever read this book, Alchemist by Paulo Coelho? Uh, no. He said that when you truly want something, the entire universe will conspire to help you achieve it. It will not give it to you, but it will conspire to help. Uh, I also am familiar with uh, RAS, which is a reticular activation system. When uh, your brain pays attention to familiar or something that is you are personally connected to, that is also called RAS. So I have seen that many, many times before. And I'm so grateful that you reminded us of this today because you are in it. You are um, in the trenches. You are in the field. Um, Giselle, what is next for you? next for me that's a big question how can i ever know <laughs> but i know that i have uh well one of my goals actually is to be able to spend more time with my kids so i think that next for me after the pandemic would be to get more help around like more help in my business more help with things around the house so that i get to spend more time with my kids in general because time just flies right and we sometimes we we have this illusion that oh we're working and i, I say we because like as a parent right we have this illusion that we are working really hard to give like a better future for our child you know but actually, our child needs us right now. You know, that, that's like, you know, some of my best memories are like when I was a kid and I was playing tag with my dad, right? Because then we grow up and then we go, we get out of the house and, you know, our parents are then just this figure that, you know, they're important for our lives, but they're never going to be so important as right now. Mm -hmm. Like when we're small when when you have small kids it's always like almost like um, yeah it's a motor admiration right you love them they love you back and then you know as we know we grow and that kind of <laughs> vanishes we develop other interests <laughs> so mm -hmm. that's one of my interests right now and my kids are actually big in my life like they are my highest priority to be honest with you yeah. so yeah i love that so that's um perhaps you're part of your destination perhaps it's out there right it's it's very important um 
I love this uh, honesty and I love this exchange. Thank you. This is quite uh, quite an interview, Giselle. You're um, very welcome. And I just wanted to say something that I remember now because this, you asked me about the book, about the universe conspiring. Uh, you know what's really funny? I had never really been into personal development. And the very first time that I heard about manifesting and about the law of attraction was two years ago. It was not that far. But I was so astonished because I have manifested everything I have in my life. So this is also not this theory that is out there. This is real. And this is something that we carry as part of being humans, you know, or as part of being in this universe. So I just wanted to say that I believe in it and I'm getting more and more into it right now. I think it's a very extraordinary journey that everyone experiences from their own point of view. And I feel that we as um, members of society in North America or wherever we live or listen, if we don't learn to recognize patterns and see them and be self-aware, I think we don't really truly live at the highest possible level of our potential and uh, our own imagination. I think there's always more available. Like you have said in our pre-interview, there's always abundance. There's always resources that you can work with and earn. And uh, yeah, that, that's, that's uh, my invitation. And I hope you join me in your way to invite people to invest in themselves and listen be self-aware and seek out um, things that resonate with them. Right. Yeah. Yes, well, indeed. Giselle, what is the best way that people can contact you, work with you, and uh, follow your success? All right. So you can find me um, on social media, Facebook, www.facebook.com slash Grow with Giselle. You can follow my posts there and my journey, or you can go and check me on my website that is giselmedia.com, and that's Giselle with double L. Got it. And I will make sure that I will put those exact uh, links on the episode show notes so you'll be easily connected and easily people can find you and work with you. Thank you, Giselle. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your generosity. Thank um, you very much, Mark, for having me on the show. It was a pleasure to be here with you today. Thank you. And thank you, everyone who invested this time with us, uh, this precious um, treasure time. I hope you have gained quite a bit from this knowledge and from this interview. Remember, there's people right now who have less experience than you have. They have less qualifications than you have, and yet they are living the, the life that you can only dream of. The reason uh, between the difference between you and them is a decision and imperfect action. So I hope this has inspired you to follow your uh, journey and take it to the next level. Thank you, everyone who listened. 
everyone who participated. Make sure you subscribe, share, like, and share this episode with everyone you care about. Thank you, everyone. Don't forget to speak brave, and I'll see you next time.